Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome to the Punk Rock and Beer Podcast. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty. This is my second channel where I talk about business and marketing and entrepreneurship, personal development, stuff like that that's not really a fit for my main channel because it's not specifically about music. In this video, what I wanted to talk about is a subject that I am very interested and passionate about, and that is personal finance. Personal finance for scene kids and metalheads and the kind of people that watch this and maybe feel like it's something that they will never understand or can't participate in because I wanna tell you that is not true and there has never been a better time to participate than right now. And so in this video, I will talk about why you should invest, give you kind of a rundown of some of the basic things you may have heard of and give you a couple thoughts on what specifically you can do. Note that I did not say should because this is not financial advice because that might get me in trouble. I'm just gonna tell you what I do and if any of that is useful to you, then great. And the reason I thought I would make this video is because you've probably seen all the same headlines I have about GameStop and Robinhood and all that stuff. A ton of people have gotten into investing in the past like year or so. I think largely because of Robinhood, which is awesome because investing is a very, very good idea that I highly recommend for everybody. But what's not so great is gambling because honestly, what the like Robinhood, GameStop, Wall Street bets kind of bros are doing is a little bit closer to gambling than it is investing. And so for every story that you read on Reddit or on Facebook or whatever about somebody that got rich overnight betting on whatever stock, GameStop or whatever it is that's cool this week, there's 30 or 40 or 100 other people who lost all their money and just don't want to tell you about it. Investing, on the other hand, is about the long term. There's still risk, but it's a much more thoughtful, calculated risk. And as long as you're patient, you will still make plenty of money. And one thing I want to clear up is that it's not about getting rich. I don't actually think money is important at all in the sense of like money buying happiness, that's not true. I think maybe some people have the idea that I'm like a marauding capitalist and I think that you should try to make money at all costs. I don't think that's true at all. Money absolutely does not buy happiness, but what it does buy is freedom and security. And you know this, if you grew up poor or you've ever been poor, you know how much stress and just unpleasantness and negative feelings it adds to your life to worry about money. And investing is a great way to kind of remove some of that worry. For example, my goal, which I'm a few years away from, but I could credibly get there in a few years, is to have enough invested that I can pay my bills like mortgage and groceries and insurance and stuff just off of interest from what I have invested. That would be a very meager existence for sure, but if I could pay my bills based just on interest, then I would have the freedom to do whatever I wanted. I wouldn't have to go work for somebody else 40 hours a week just to pay the bills, because that would be covered for my investments and I could choose to do whatever I wanted. That sounds pretty cool to me, right? That is way more valuable and interesting to me than getting rich for the sake of getting rich. So big picture, that is why I'm such an advocate for investing, because it's a way for anybody to buy free 
And if you're watching this, that's probably something you care about. You wanna live life on your own terms. So then the next question is, cool, you sold me, how do I invest? Well, it's actually very simple. There are kind of two ways you can think about it. One is through your job. The second is to just do it on your own. If you have a job that offers a 401k, essentially a 401k is a type of retirement account that's linked to your job. It's sponsored by your employer and typically they will match some portion of that. For example, they might match 50% of everything that you put in up to like 5% of your salary or whatever. So if you put in $1,000, they'll put in $500 to match that. It's literally free money, so there is zero reason not to do that. The first thing you should do is max out that 401k. There's also tax benefits, but I won't get into that here. You can look it up. But if your company has one of these, ask HR about it. They're typically the people who manage that. They'll get you set up. It probably takes 20 minutes. It's super easy. Just set that up, max it out every month if you can. Don't think about it. If your job does not have a 401k, or if you still have some money left over after maxing out your 401k, then you can open up your own individual account. There are some tax differences that kind of matter, which I'm not gonna get into here, but setting up an account is super easy. It's no more work than setting up a PayPal account. Just pick the app of your choice. If you want to use Robinhood, go for it. I think their app is awesome. Fidelity and Vanguard are also popular. There's stuff like Public. There's a million options out there. I don't really think it matters which one you use. Just pick one and go. I personally use Vanguard because I had a 401k through them. Their app kind of sucks, but it's good enough. Just pick one and go. Yes, rock everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimbut the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you! Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal, the man, to Fat Mike from No Effects, and Ian MacKay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fallout Boy to Slayer, Peer Pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media. But first, I want to thank DistroKid for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. If you're not familiar, DistroKid is a digital music distribution service that musicians use to put their music into online stores and streaming services. So in plain language, if you have ever wondered how to get your music on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Amazon, Deezer, Tidal, and many, many more, there's like dozens and dozens of different streaming services. DistroKid is the way to do it. It is super easy. I have used it to put my music on Spotify. It took me maybe five minutes to like set it up and upload everything. It's legitimately awesome. I am sincerely a fan of this company and their product. And for those of you who have asked, you can also upload your music to TikTok with DistroKid. And if you want a chance to get featured on DistroKid's Spotify playlists, 
You can do that by submitting a song through Spotlight and getting your fans to vote for you. You can also use Hyperfollow to get more Spotify followers. You can promote your new release as well as Spotify Canvas. That's where there's the video in the background in the player. And when you share it on Instagram, it shares that video too to make your Spotify release pop. And Spotify Canvas is available to all DistroKid artists. Like I said, as you can probably tell from this, like I am sincerely a fan of DistroKid. DistroKid can do everything I just talked about and so much more. So be sure to sign up with my link, which is in the show notes for this episode, to get 7% off your first year. That link is in the show notes of this episode or go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash the punk rock NBA. And thanks again to DistroKid for sponsoring this episode. Next thing you wanna do is open an account. They'll usually call it like an individual brokerage account. Open that up, just follow the instructions. You're gonna link a bank account to that. And there's usually some process for verifying it and you're done, that's it. Now it's time to choose what to invest in and you can do whatever you want. But personally, I don't play the meme stock game like GameStop and Tesla and AMD, Nvidia, like whatever, you know, the people on Wall Street bets are talking about and hyping up. I personally choose not to do that because that gets a little bit too close to gambling to me. They're trying to get rich quick. And anytime you do that, there is a big risk that you're gonna blow up. For example, if you bought GameStop on Friday of last week, when it was $325 a share, by Monday, when you woke up, your investment went down 30%. Now there's other people who got in earlier than that and made a bunch of money and good for them, but that is pure luck, that's not skill, that's not sustainable, and I think it's a great way to lose all that money that you worked so hard to earn and invest. So personally, I choose to play it a little bit safer. I worked hard for this money and I don't wanna lose it. One thing I kind of left out here, but yes, obviously you do need to have some money in order to be able to invest. So that's a whole other topic though. And I have a lot of other videos on how to make more money, like increase your income to the point where you're able to invest. So I will leave that out of this video, but for anybody who's saying that's cool, but I don't have any money, Fair point, watch my other videos. Maybe this one just isn't for you. What I mostly invest in are called index funds and ETFs. And here's the way that I would think about it. On Wall Street Bets and a lot of these other sites, you hear people talking about individual stocks. Like, oh, I bought this many shares of Tesla or I heard about this new company called whatever, I'm gonna buy 10 shares of that. For the sake of this argument, let's think of companies as bands. And when you invest in a company or a band, you're betting that that band is going to become more popular. And that's not necessarily a bad idea, but there's a lot of things that can go wrong for any one band or company, right? Like what if the singer breaks their foot and they can't tour? What if somebody in the band says something stupid on Twitter and gets canceled and now the band is over? Your investment just went poof due to something completely beyond your control that you couldn't imagine, just like what happened to all these people who invested in GameStop on the wrong day. So for that reason, I personally prefer not to invest in individual bands or companies. What I like to invest in is a basket or group of companies. You can think of an index fund or an ETF as kind of like betting on a genre. So what if instead of saying that you think this one individual metalcore band is gonna get bigger, you could just make a bet that you think the genre of metalcore as a whole is gonna get bigger. That's kind of what index funds and ETFs are. An index fund represents a big, big group of companies. For example, you've heard of the Dow Jones, right? There's an index fund that will track 
the Dow Jones Industrial. So for every dollar you put into that fund, it divides it up equally among all those companies. And for those of you who know about this stuff, I understand it's slightly more complicated than that, but you get what I'm saying here. Index funds are a great way to spread your money out over a lot of different companies so that you don't rely on any one particular company for the success of your investment. ETFs are a kind of similar thing. It's called an exchange traded fund. They tend to focus a little bit more narrowly. For example, I invest in one called VTI, the Vanguard Information Technology Fund that invests in technology companies. But you can look it up. Any of these funds have something out there called a prospectus that tells you exactly what their strategy is, what companies are in there, what the performance has been over time. You can look all that stuff up and I would encourage you to do that before you invest in them. Don't just blindly invest in something because you read a cool post about it on Wall Street Bets. That's a very bad idea, in my opinion. This is way less risky than investing in individual companies. You may have heard the term diversification. That's what's going on here. And you can still make great money. Remember, historically, the stock market grows by an average of 7% every year, which might not sound like a lot, but it really does add up when you take compound interest into account. For example, if you have $20,000 now and you invest it at 7% for 20 years, you will end up with $80,000, 60 grand in free money, thanks to the power of compounding. 7% a year adds up. Now, this is not cool, it's not sexy. You're not gonna see typically a lot of action on those happen on a daily basis, but that's all right with me. I just wanna put my money in there, forget about it, and then just check in every so often and be stoked that my investments grew without me having to do anything. I do have a couple somewhat riskier investments here and there, kind of just for fun, basically. For example, there's one fund called ARKK, the ARK Innovation Fund which has done really, really well for the past few years. And it's managed by a brilliant woman named Catherine Wood, who I like a lot. So I said, you know what? I'll put a little bit of money in here. I understand this is a little bit more risky. And if I was to lose all of it, I would still be okay. I don't think I will, and I hope I don't. But if I did, that would be okay. I understand that this is a riskier investment on my part. But for the most part, I'm in just safe, boring index funds. Now, if you do want to gamble or trade, <laughs> By all means, go for it. It's your life, it's your money. So just kind of sum all this up. Number one, I personally think everybody should invest in some way, shape or form. How you do that is up to you, but the important thing is just that you do it. Number two, if you wanna get started, ask about your 401k. If you don't have a 401k, open an individual brokerage account. Number three, decide what you want to invest in. I personally mostly invest in those boring index funds, but you can do what you want. And that's really about it. If you wanna read more about this, I think the investing subreddit is really good. Wall Street Bets actually is pretty good too, but there's a lot of crap on there. So personally, I think investing is the better subreddit. I read it every day, I think it's great. Or you could just go look at Facebook because now everybody on Facebook is a stock and finance expert. Who needs the pros when you can just listen to your friend from that local metalcore band that suddenly decided he's an expert? All right, my friends, that does it for this episode of the podcast. If you made it this far, thank you. Thank you for listening. We sincerely appreciate each and every one of you. If you wanna help the show, there's a couple things that you can do. First of all, share it on social media. If you share it, tag us, tag Finn McKenty, that's me, and tag Deanna Chapman, that's a producer. Second thing you can do, if you really, really, really love us and really wanna support us, you can support us on Patreon. There's a link to that in the show notes. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you're listening to this, or you can do none of that. And you can just sit at home, think about how awesome this podcast is. That works too. Again, thank you very much to each and every one of you for listening. We sincerely appreciate it, and we'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Daniela Clark. I'm Barbara Ann Wild. And we are The Honest AF Show. 
Our podcast is real, honest conversation with our celebrity friends and pros. Covering our anything but average rock and roll lifestyles. All while tackling the hell that is aging and the battle of beauty. Oh yeah, nothing is off the table. The Honest AF Show is available wherever you get your podcasts. This is the story of Whitney Houston. This is the story of Kurt Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel... They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember, the ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now. Subscribe now.